Hello, this is Chloe Smith and welcome to episode two of our podcast series, Living with Epilepsy, the Student Experience. This episode is called Epilepsy, Mental Health and Support and we'll cover the mental hardship a student may face during their studies as well as how this could impact their epilepsy and what support is available for them at universities and colleges across Scotland. Living with epilepsy can affect a person's mental health in many different ways. Um, For example, it's common for a person with epilepsy to experience loneliness, difficulties with their identity and stress. People with epilepsy are also more likely to suffer from mental illness than the general population. In fact, anxiety and depression are two of the most common illnesses that people with epilepsy experience other than their epilepsy. Like many illnesses, anxiety and depression have a negative impact on a person with epilepsy seizures and their ability to study and learn. Similarly, stress is the most common reported seizure trigger by patients. Stress can sometimes be unavoidable for students during term time. Um, However, there is a complex relationship between epilepsy and stress that can make stress dangerous for a person with epilepsy. Um, This is because stress can induce seizures, but also the fear of having a seizure can induce stress. There are many problems a student with epilepsy may face other than their seizures, um, problems that could negatively affect their student experience. So for some, the ability to learn and socialize will be largely affected by seizures, poor mental health, cognitive difficulties, and even stigma. Um, And coping with all of this and maybe more can be overwhelming and often feel unbearable. Therefore, knowing what support is available to you and how to get it is essential for a student with epilepsy. And... Support can come in many forms, including peer support, which is, you know, those closest to you, so your friends and family. There's institutional support, which is the support you can receive from your college or university. And there is like external support, um, which would include like helplines, your GP, your place of work, and organizations like Epilepsy Scotland that can offer you support and guidance. If you are a student or a prospective student with epilepsy and are concerned about difficulties you may have throughout your studies, please contact the Student Support Services at your university or college. Um, Here you can receive support in the forms of a mental health mentor, counselling, financial aid, a tutor, accommodation, individual learning plan and information on the accessibility of the building as well as assistive technology that may make studying a bit easier. Um, And when contacting your university or college for support, most universities and colleges in Scotland have a direct email address or phone number for their student support or disability team that's available on their website. This can be found by just typing in the word support or disability or contact in the website search bar. Um, If there's not an email or phone number for these services, um, like a specific contact for each service, then you can reach them by calling the university or college's main switchboard, 
where someone can then transfer you to a specific department. And now we will hear from our volunteer, Jacob, who's going to talk to us about his experience as a student with epilepsy. So Jacob, when were you diagnosed with epilepsy? Hi, yeah, I was diagnosed about just over a year ago. So May, 2021-ish. I was about 23 at the time, just about turning 23. And I'd had multiple seizures at my part-time job, just a shop job. Um, without any prior knowledge to having had them before. Obviously, I don't know whether I did or didn't because this is the first time they were like observed. Got sent to A&E and after it occurred a few times, got sent to a neurologist. And from there, they kind of diagnosed me as epileptic um, and cycled through a few medications, etc. Yeah. And were you at university during this time? Yes, I was. That was a part-time job to like fund me being at uni. Absolutely. And how do you feel as though this affected you? Uh, initially, I kind of just shrugged it off as like, haha, sometimes I lose bits of time and fall and hurt myself because nothing serious had happened up until those first observed ones. Um, everyone else seemed to take it much more serious than I did because they were like, oh, this is dangerous, which obviously I think from the outside looking in, it seems more dangerous to them because obviously you could fall in the wrong place and you could hurt yourself quite badly. Yeah. Uh, but over time, I kind of realized the impact it would have because there are certain jobs, et cetera, that may be impacted going forward. Can't learn to drive for a while. Um, did make me scared to go outside for a while because I didn't want to have a seizure in a bad place at the wrong time because um, that did end up happening a couple of times and this kind of led me to being a bit more of a recluse like kind of avoiding doing things I would usually do which would I would say definitely impacted my mental health at the time yeah oh, I'm sorry to hear that. that's okay <laughs> um, and what support did you feel as though you received from your university and your peers uh, from my uni I got referred to a university supplied counselor who was great we got on great he wasn't particularly like specialized in like a medical field in terms of uh no indians and out of epilepsy though he'd worked with people who'd had the condition before it was more just about discussing how i was feeling and dealing with kind of the changes i had to make in my life uh kind of managing my emotions and with the the stress of university at the time just kind of working out what best to do going forward and he was a good kind of point of contact when it came to things like talking about making circumstances, how the uni could actually help me because I had someone who was employed by the university who could basically keep documents and write letters signed by himself to provide as evidence for the university in cases where I needed evidence that this was actually going on because obviously they can't just take my word for it. Um, so yeah, I got extra time on exams if I needed it or wanted it. That was only in cases where if I'd had a seizure recently because of the kind of the negative effects on my mood or energy levels. Um, they actually also ended up giving me slight financial support and he helped in that um, because it did affect the hours I could work in my part-time job. And I think like a lot of students work part-time jobs on top of their full-time courses. So it was, it was useful. Um, the university was very supportive towards me. Uh, 
the job itself also supported me. Like they were very understanding. I think it helped that I was diagnosed with the condition whilst already working there, but that's a separate issue. Um, like they gave me the time off I needed. Uh, in terms of my peers, um, like my friends in general were pretty understanding. Uh, they mainly just wanted to know more about what was going on and what best they could do to help in situations where, say if I were to have a seizure around them, what they should do, like put something soft under my head, make sure I don't choke on my tongue, time the seizure, that kind of thing. Um, but overall, yeah, I, I got a fair amount of support. That's great. So you got, it sounds like you got some pretty amazing support from your university and you've got yeah. some very good friends and family around yes. you. Um, and do you think that, you know, perhaps not even just your um experience personally but do you think that there is anything extra any extra support that people should be receiving from their university um if they are a student with epilepsy um i think that the university should be better at, well not universities broadly should be better at signposting people with epilepsy in the right direction because in regards to things like say finances there are a lot of things that the university, even though the university itself or any university is an establishment that's based on helping you get your degree and educating you, it's kind of a, a, a full commitment. So it takes up the entirety of your life. Absolutely. So in that sense, it should help you with all dimensions of your life. So with something that impacts all these dimensions, such as epilepsy, they should be working to help get you support in terms of finances, because there are benefits out there that exist that I wasn't directly pointed to because obviously as a student you don't qualify 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 for things like universal credit etc which that's just how it works but mm -hmm. there are things like personal independence payment mm -hmm. or pip people refer to which is basically the new disability allowance which isn't means tested so i didn't get that information through the university i got that through seeking it myself yeah and that's that's no fault to universities because currently it's not within their kind of job description or whatever but it would have yeah. been nice just to have somebody pointing me in that direction and what because those processes can actually be kind of confusing because they're designed to not give you the money effectively yeah uh beyond that um i think most universities want you to stay because that's that's yeah. part that they want you to stay so they will get they do give you the majority of the support you need so as i said in terms of extra time and mitigating circumstances as long as you have the evidence to back it up yeah. so i think universities in general are pretty good supporting you i wish there was kind of a, a bigger push for part-time jobs specifically geared at people with certain hidden disabilities um if there was kind of just i, I don't know how that would be done but just schemes because like nowadays it is almost required as a full-time student especially a younger full-time student who doesn't have a lot of savings uh to have a part-time job on the side so it can be can be so much for a student with epilepsy and yeah and many students with epilepsy can only focus on their studies and mm. they have to prioritize and it it ends up being that they're constantly worried about money because the only money yeah. they can receive is perhaps from um, benefits or support from the university mm. or um, perhaps if they have family that can help them but really it's it's 
often quite difficult to have both a part-time job and focus on your studies, especially yeah. if the type of epilepsy that you have impacts your studies quite intensely, which it can, which yes. you know. Yes, um, it can. <laughs> do you, so do you feel as though the people in, um, so like your GPs and doctors and people at your university, like lecturers and disability advisors, you think it's just a case of if they had more information on epilepsy and what yeah i i kind of wish they were more interconnected if that yeah, to be able, makes yeah, sense there's a dialogue between them so they were all on the same page because I, I know that they're separate entities more. yeah, yeah. I, I get that um but it, it, one frustration is you have to keep retelling the same story when you talk to these people you have to kind of that they're not they're not all on the same page at the same time. So you have to be like, well, this happened, then this happened, then this happened. And you go speak to someone else and then you go, well, this happened. And you just kind of, you're repeating yourself constantly and it gets quite tiring. Um, but also they don't have, say, like my counselor or anyone on my exam boards who's looking at my mitigating circumstances. They don't have all the information necessary to, to make the right decision mm -hmm. um, when it comes to, say, them deciding whether or not I deserve maybe not like a bump on my grade or more just kind of an understanding mentality when it comes to marking things because of the circumstances given it would be useful if they were talking directly to my gp obviously with my consent um i'm not asking for them to all have access to like my nhs records or whatever um i don't really know what more support could be given because obviously it, I, I was in a weird circumstance of a lot of people are diagnosed as epileptic when they're younger or it's usually young or old as in like child or older adult with like a condition that develops um so i had quite a weird timing of it developing when i was in my final year of uni um but i, I wouldn't say the support was lacking at all um mm. i was lucky in that respect because i know that certain universities can be worse than others in that department but no um overall i'd say the support was good only things that would need to be changed or worked on are the things I mentioned. Absolutely. And um, our final question, do you have any advice for current or prospective students with epilepsy? Yes, I'd say, especially for prospective uh, students with epilepsy, I'd say look into university support that's offered in regards to like their mitigating circumstances, procedure, um, be it like mental health, physical conditions like epilepsy or financial circumstances, because epilepsy really covers all three of those potential things, as we've already discussed, and make sure you make use of all of it. Like, I don't feel like it's a bad thing because, say, in my case, because I'm English, I am technically paying for this. Mm -hmm. I understand as Scottish students, the government funds it, but somebody's still paying for it. So you're entitled to that support. So don't, don't avoid it. Like, take, get all you can. I'm not saying milk it for all it's worth. Well, I am but like it exists for a reason like people are given that job to help you and i'm sure they'll do everything they can if you just ask um in regards to things like stress and lack of sleep being instigators for well for some for a lot of people with epilepsy for seizures um i'd make it quite clear I'd, I'd make the university known that this is an issue and see what can be done around kind of say if for whatever reason your courses line up in a way just just coincidentally where you've got three deadlines back to back talk to them about it and see if there's a way you could get 
extensions that mean you have maybe, maybe a week between them just to give you some breathing room. Because say if you're a prospective student and you haven't been put under that kind of pressure yet, you don't yet know exactly how that's going to impact you and how your condition will come into play with that. So you're better off being safe than sorry and kind of just crash. Because if you, if you do it all at once, you might just crash and you might have a seizure, you might have two, you might have a lot of bad things could happen. You're best off giving yourself space to work it out. Um, on the same note, make sure you take good care of yourself. I know that's hard. I'm like, I feel hypocritical saying it, but like, it's, it's, it's important. Um, like eating properly against sleeping properly. Uh, kind of in the same vein, like if, if you know you're li like, I, I hate calling them limits because they're not necessarily, if you know you have certain triggers, like say if you're, you have photosensitive epilepsy um, or if you know certain substances could potentially trigger seizures i don't recommend getting in with a crowd that loves going clubbing in like clubs with massive flashing lights bright flashing lights loud music um whatever they decide to take when they take it um obviously you everybody's their own person so just just try and make smart decisions uh <laughs> be realistic in your goals don't push yourself too much when it comes to studying like obviously do what you can do but don't kill yourself over it like as i said the chances are your university will have processes in place exactly for these kind of situations and circumstances um so don't feel like you have to do everything yourself there's definitely support that exists um one thing that i don't think is spoken about much is when because for, for a lot of people when you go to university, when you get out of your first year, because chances are you're staying in uni-provided halls, when you go into your second year, you'll be going into private accommodation where you get to pick who you live with. So try and make sure that you're living with someone who understands your condition to at least a basic degree when it comes to helping you or taking care of you when you have a seizure um, or if you have a seizure, if it's under proper control. Um, that's not me saying you need to be watched 24 seven. Nobody wants that. Everybody likes their own space. But like just just knowing or at least having someone in the same building as you who is at least aware of what's going on and can even if they don't know how to help you can call the appropriate help is is, is useful um do I have anything else uh as i mentioned pip exists look into that uh there's plenty of charities out there that will help you fill out the form because it's pretty convoluted it's on a point scored system mm -hmm. get someone who knows what they're doing and has to play into it to help you uh, um, I guess the only other thing is when it comes to part-time jobs, make sure you're aware of your employment rights as a disabled person. Um, there are plenty of jobs that may or may not sketchily kind of brush you to the side if you're applying and you disclose your epilepsy. That is in fact illegal. They cannot do that. Um, you're protected under the Disabilities Act. Um, do I have anything else? No, I think that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Jacob. And for those listening, again, for more information, please check out the Epilepsy Scotland website and follow us on social media where you can also find our hashtag student September. Thank you.